Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Rosie Recap. We're here in the playoffs, the final four. What an episode. What a hometowns. I agree. Um, what an episode. I had a lot of um, things to say My about this episode. <laughs> I was a little nervous that there wasn't going to be a lot of things to say because I was like, okay, it's hometowns. They really can't go to their hometowns like last season how exciting how much is this going to be but they packed a lot in yeah they did i was not disappointed in the slightest um the dates were um unique (laughs) (laughs) i know oh okay we'll get into it so we open with a peloton ad Matt James working out on his Peloton, oh, yeah. doing some Peloton instructor videos. I was like, how much are they paying Matt James to do these Peloton sponsorships? I don't know. I mean, do they get paid a lot for those things? Because, like, sure, it's on TV, but, I mean, it's so many times what happens with contracts is that they get a contract for the show, and they're being utilized for the show, yeah. but the accessories are part of the show, and they are supposed to act accordingly with it so they are not specifically getting paid for sponsoring that product but more as to utilize it during the show yeah so the show gets the benefit of that i don't know i just like want to know what the deal they made with peloton was because they keep showing it in the beginning of these episodes and i'm like i, I think a- know. i think abc made a deal with them but i don't think matt james is getting a cent of that <laughs> i don't know That's probably true well, they do pay The Bachelor. Like, The Bachelor is a paid position. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, but, but does that include, uh, like, you know, sponsorships and stuff like that? I don't know. I've never been The Bachelor. That's why you have to go on trip. You get to, to find out the details for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, put me on. So it's kind of, it was super weird for me to see only four girls sitting on that sofa in the common room. It, I don't know. Because we had eight last time, and now it's four. I don't know. It just felt so weird to me. Like, how did we get here? I feel like we just watched the first episode. Yeah, like a time jump or something. It was weird. I liked it. I found it to be very peaceful. It was a lot more peaceful, and all the girls seemed like they really vibe with each other really well, so that was nice. Yeah. Yeah. They do seem like they all really like each other. So, you know, no drama with the girls, at least. We'll get into other drama later. I'm so happy about that. Chris Harrison comes in. We find out that uh, Serena is going to have her mom, dad, and sister there. Rachel's going to have also her mom, dad, and and her sister there. Michelle is just going to have her mom and dad. And Brie is going to have her mom, her baby sister, and her best friend, who is also named Brie, there for their hometowns. And Michelle is going first which usually is the kiss of death. Usually. I I shouldn't say usually, but like in recent seasons past, whoever has the first um, hometown on The Bachelor, they go home that episode. And I do have a theory that Michelle was going to go home this episode if Serena hadn't left. Spoiler alert. uh, Serena Serena P. leaves uh, this episode at the end if you didn't watch the episode. Yeah, we jumped the gun on that, Lauren. But um, <laughs> but I, I don't think that Michelle would have left, to be honest with you, because like I felt Serena P was gonna leave anyways. Like she I, just wasn't. I don't think that Matt was gonna pick Michelle over Serena P. I really don't. I mean, he did feel a little. I mean, he did seem very heartbroken after Serena P left. But at the same time, I feel he would have the same reaction from Michelle also. I don't know. He just seemed super into Serena P, and Serena P didn't seem super into him, and Michelle seemed super into him, but he didn't seem super into Michelle to me. Uh, I think I think Brie was gonna leave instead of Serena. I agree with that. I I was so I was so sure that I mean Brie would. I was I was seventy percent sure that Brie would not be getting a rose because she's just pressurizing the crap out of that mom. Her her mom. No, Brie. Brie is like pressurizing the crap out of Matt James. Like, she's, I don't know, she's like telling him too many things at this point. And he's just like, yeah, I know I have to deal with all that. 
you know, like just, just give the man a break. Like give give him a little he's space. There for. He's there to get married. Sure, but I mean it's not like they're getting married immediately. You're just getting engaged. Like you have you have some time before you get married. I guess that's true. We start with Michelle's date, obviously. She's the first one right away, and we get a hooju into Matt's arms. Hooju! That's the word. Bro, hooju. Oh my gosh. We spent like 10 minutes trying to remember what that word was. <laughs> we, we came up with uh, jugs. We came up with... Oh. Yeah, we're like, we were like hugby. Because yeah. jump and hug, so jug. But... I, no, I you, had it, you had it reversed. Oh, he said hump. Oh, yeah, hump. Because, like, hug, you know, hugs and jumps. So, hump. Hooju. Yeah. Hooju. Hooju. So we, we, we came to, we, what, what were we saying before? Juhu, something like that? Uh, I can't remember now. Juho, yeah. That's oh. what we tried to call. Well, I'm going to write that down for you somewhere. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. So we have a hooju into Matt's arms and their matching outfits. Super cute. Um, no, that was Lisa. not cute at all. They look like brother and sisters. Oh my gosh, no. Serena and Matt look like brother and sister. In this case, Michelle and Matt did because they <laughs> both were wearing the same exact thing. Oh my gosh. They look like twins. <laughs> Nobody can please you, Charville. Nobody can please you. All right, so... Michelle and Matt go on a cute bike ride and they talk about bike riding in the future. It's just a very, very bike riding centered date. And then we get to this multi-purpose room, um, presentation room, and nemicolon. Inside on the big screen is a Zoom call of some of her actual students, which I thought was a really, really cute date idea since she's a teacher. Mm, yeah, that was good. I Yeah, I mean... I guess it was a good idea, but having kids on your date, I don't know, man. Like, I, that was very really awkward for me more than anything else. It was a look into her life. Yeah, okay. I, I get that, but the kids don't need to be part of, you know, a dramatic thing like this. Plus, they like the three sh- children in The Bachelor. Yeah, and as in, like, I mean, Okay, think about it. Like, if you were in, like, middle school, I think it was middle school children, or elementary, I'm not sure. The kids were, like, asking questions and stuff, and I wasn't sure. I mean, like, if, if, for example, if you were in the same situation, then would you be able to, like, ask those questions to your teacher? Like, I don't think I can ask my faculty, oh, yeah, is your boyfriend? Like, you know, my faculty inspires me. What, what do you do to inspire her? I thought That's it was cool. super cute. But yeah, but I don't care about my faculty's romantic life. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you're 10. No, even then. I'm, I'm, I'm like thinking about other stuff. I'm thinking of Pokemon, you know? <laughs> Plus, well, the kids were ruthless. They asked him everything. I... When they were asking those questions, I just kept thinking of, like, Michelle on Zoom with them right before the state being like, okay, you have to ask this. I need to know if he's going to keep me. I need to know how he feels about me. You got to ask this. He won't tell me, but maybe he'll tell a child. Yeah, she definitely did that because she knew who was asking what questions. Yeah, it really seemed like she had prompted those kids with those questions, and she was like, okay, maybe he'll tell a child. Oh, hands down. Like, a kid is never going to ask about inspirations. Well, you don't know that. Little Lisa's no, yeah. inspiring message really, like, touched my heart. Yeah, sure. For TV purposes. But yeah. if I was that kid, I'd be like, so, Mr. James, what is your favorite Pokemon? Is it Pikachu? <laughs> That's how to in my question. <laughs> she would not have put you on her hometown date. I mean, hey... I'm a real kid. Those guys are all fake kids. They're fake kids. <laughs> they're, maybe, getting, they're getting those questions. Right? Maybe she promised them A's for the whole year if they came on and asked these questions. That's how you do it right there. I think that's when you have to report her to like the school because that's wrong. <laughs> well, Matt dodges a couple questions. He says he all of them. He says uh, that 
he, he we're just gonna have to wait and see what happens. He dodges questions about kissing and he dodged the question about girlfriends also. He was like and about girlfriends, <laughs> yeah. He was like, yeah, one of them. <laughs> and in this Zoom thing, I could kind of see that Matt didn't seem that into her, or maybe he just wasn't into this kind of date. He just he didn't just seem uncomfortable. Yeah, he just didn't seem like happy to be there. <laughs> because being bombarded by questions from schoolers. I wouldn't be happy to be there either. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, dude, no, focus upon your, your, your PE classes. Like, oh my gosh. Forget about me and your faculty. Yeah, focus on your dumb life, kid. Yeah. You, what if Matt would have just like snapped on one of the kids? Like, mind your own business, kid. <laughs> I wish. Yeah, that would be so cool. Well, I really appreciate the school theme they really stayed with throughout this because after the Zoom, they go and sit on the grass, have like a little picnic in front of a playground, and Michelle is so out of his league, and I don't know why she is so into Matt. I wish I could see Matt from the lens that she sees Matt because I think we're watching two different Matt Jameses. <laughs> okay? She's like, she says she's falling in love with him. She's so into him, and I'm just like, Michelle could do so much better than this man so i have a theory um with bracken we both researched upon this today oh really yes and we realized something the way matt speaks is a very diplomatic way always mm. like with every girl he has the same kind of things that he says to each one of them to make them happy and mm -hmm. that reminded me of a car salesman a person who's ready to like tell you whatever you want to hear, basically. Yeah. And then we check what he does for a living because um, Michelle says that he's into making gardens. He does people. nonprofit work. Yeah. And then we saw what does he do for profit? What does he do to get the, the bread uh, to the table? <laughs> and he is a real estate agent. Oh, really? Yes, and um, that means that he's been using his... Uh, his real estate uh, tactics? He's been using his sales voice with all of these women and their parents. Because think about it, he's very diplomatic all the time. Yeah. You know, speaking of diplomats, I really want to know Matt's Myers-Briggs, you know? The, like, oh, ENFP, yeah. like, I'm an ENFP, and that's in the diplomat category of Myers-Briggs, the campaigner. Oh, yeah, mine is the same. Really? Yep. Oh, mine's, mine's something different. What is mine? I can't remember mine. I don't know. I, like, asked everyone their Myers-Briggs this year, so I probably have yours in my my document of all my friends' Myers-Briggs that I definitely have saved on my Google Drive, and that's not creepy at all. That's, that's very ominous. That's like Batman having, like, all the superheroes' weaknesses. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like... One and I wanted to know everyone's Myers-Briggs, so I asked them their Myers-Briggs, and then I wrote them down. I know. I remember I, I taking the test after you asked me to. But like, yeah, I, I asked everyone to do it. I know you were doing a whole thesis on it. Yeah, I have, like, some theories and everything. Like, after I started acquiring a lot of them, I started, like, making connections to things, and it was actually really cool. But besides the point, I really want to know Matt's Myers-Briggs, and I also want to know the women's Myers-Briggs. I feel like that should be a casting requirement that you have to give your Myers-Briggs, and then they should release that to us. That could be, like, a, that could be like a date where they both take they both take it. No, if I was a bachelorette, I would literally, like, everyone, when they get out of the limo, I'd be like, you need to take this personality test. Because, um, okay, I, I don't do astrology, okay? I don't believe in astrology. I'm sorry, people, you can come for me. Astrology is just, like, not something I'm into. But no, Myers I don't believe it in either because I don't think stars care about us. <laughs> but the Myers-Briggs, like, I take that very seriously. That I, is, I why? it's just, it's so accurate. I, yeah, I mean, it is accurate, but like, I'm so accurate. Seriously, like, I think, I think it's the I same do. kind of uh, psychology that astrology uses. Like, you, they, they are still showing you the same traits that nearly everybody could have. No, 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 no. We've digressed. Um, Michelle and Matt go to this really cute little looking house on the Nimicolm property, and her parents are in there, and outside the door. She's like 
speaking in such a way that makes her seem like she'd be such a great bachelorette and a great lead because the way she's like just wording everything to him is so beautiful and I love listening to Michelle speak so I kind of want her to be bachelorette but she tells Matt that he just needs to be himself and she knows that her parents are going to see what um she sees in him because he stayed so true to himself throughout this entire process and I was like oh my gosh that's like so reassuring to tell somebody like if I was about to meet someone's parents and they told me that I would I would feel so confident going in I mean, but what does she see? Like, the, the, the real estate agent, like, up till now, she, he's been all diplomatic with everybody. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, I appreciate your perspective. And I see the good in you. That kind of comments, you know? Like, it's it's never mm-hmm. personal with him. That's, that's I, the whole issue with Matt James. Like, I've like never it, seen his real... I, real I agree with you. And that's why I said I would like to see... My James from the lens that Michelle seems like she sees him from because I don't get that at all. Like he just comes very flat to me. The only time that I actually saw him enjoy himself and be his real self was when uh, his friend came. Yeah, with that's Tyler it. C. Yep. Yeah, that's the only time when I actually saw him, you know, open up a little bit. Yeah, I agree with that. Matt does get very shy going in to meet um, Michelle's parents. I noticed that. And then this is what I found so interesting about Michelle, like, coming in at first. They sit down, and so obviously her parents are like, oh, tell us about what's been going on. And she says that she came in late, and she didn't know she was going to be walking into a rose ceremony. So this confirmed to me that she didn't know she was going to be a latecomer. And those five girls... They just had sitting in their room for two extra weeks. How torturous is that? <laughs> I mean, it depends. But did she depends say that she didn't know that she was going to be a latecomer? She just didn't know she was going to a rose ceremony. Well, her parents were like, oh, you were like, they, they didn't, they didn't seem like they knew she was going to be coming in late. Right, right. Yeah, that could be. Yeah. So I feel like if she knew that, she would have told her parents that. Michelle's dad is so cute. And he asked really good questions. And I just really like Michelle's dad. How old was he? I don't know, but he was so cute. And he seemed like such a cute old man. I liked her dad a lot, though. Her dad was cool. Her dad was awesome. Very yeah. chill. Ephraim, right? Yeah. Ephraim. I don't know how to pronounce his name. and I don't want to butcher it. So, Probably Mr. Not. Young. We'll call Mr. him Mr. Young. So, he asks Matt, are you in love with her or not? And Matt just kind of like pauses and he says, I'm falling for your daughter. And I was like, he said that to everybody. And then I was like, oh, that's kind of a like beat around the bush answer. And then he said it to every single parent. Yep. Yep. But like what I was saying was, why are the, I mean, I get why the parents are asking that, obviously. Mm -hmm. But they also know that there's like three other girls. So it's like, what do you expect from them to say, really? You know? Yeah. It's always awkward. That's always so awkward. I I don't know. But then Matt does say that he's open to moving to Minnesota. Oh, yeah. I was like, please stop lying to the sweet old man. You are not moving to Minnesota. <laughs> no, I mean, why, why not? I mean, he can if he genuinely loves Michelle. I don't think he genuinely loves Michelle. I don't even think he's falling in love with Michelle. I really think Michelle would have gone home if Serena P hadn't left. Yeah. I really do. Okay, I... I don't know. I'm, I'm, I might be naive, but I feel that usually I trust people on the face value. Like, I trust whatever they say. Do not do that. <laughs> I agree that I shouldn't be doing that a lot, but at the same time, it's hard to not trust people when they're, like, straight up telling you something to, to you, you know? Don't and trust you- anything that comes out of anyone's mouth on The Bachelor. He's literally saying that he's ready to move to Minnesota. That's a big commitment. He is not going to move to Minnesota because he's not going to pick Michelle. <laughs> I agree with that. I feel like he's going to win it. But at the same time... I hope Michelle does like what, um, what Serena did and just like, And leaves. Yeah. She won't. She, because she's crying and she tells her mom that she thinks he's the one. Yeah, she's giving him way too much credit. Like, way too much. I know. I, it's just like ridiculous but her parents seem to really like him they kind of like 
give him a blessing in a way they did or her I, they're like oh if you're happy we're happy do whatever you want yeah i think, so, I think, I think this guy might went the smoothest for him i would agree with that yeah oh yeah yeah hands on but i mean i still felt that he was his so he was getting interrogated by all the dads and well the moms too later on but i felt that he was he he was the most at ease with her dad but at the same time i think that was because i guess he he already sees that he's not going to end up with her which yeah, I don't me, know. which makes me question because i genuinely feel that he's going to end up with Rachel but mm-hmm. that that makes me question why he would say stuff like oh yeah i'm down to move to minnesota is it just to win the trust of uh, her father i don't know maybe, i i don't know maybe he's saying yeah if we get married i'll definitely move to minnesota but we're not going to get married so yeah and he's telling the truth but like not really yeah well she tells matt that she's falling in love with him and he just kisses her or more like swallows her face that was just such a bizarre kiss and i did not like it at all let me answer this so i'm just gonna kiss you instead <laughs> yeah he's like i'm not falling in love with you let me just like eat your oh. face yeah um he he did that with everyone he except for rachel except for rachel that, Which, that's what makes me feel that he's going yeah. to be rachel stole the show this episode i'm just gonna say Rachel was edited very well this episode. That's what I would say. She, she created a crater in the earth. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I felt that she, I, I'm pretty sure she has like a dent on her face. After that. Like, she, she crashed in the earth and it was like, oh, uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, she, that uh, was she kind of laid moment. there. She kind of laid there for dramatic effect for a second, which I respect. I would do the same. Like, dramatic effect i'm pretty sure her back was broken by then oh yeah no i was actually like really worried for her i was like can we get her a medic i thought she was home because she got broken so bad she well, 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 her face and then her whole body kind of like went up no it looks super <laughs> painful like i we'll, we'll get to it we'll get to it so we're yeah. at rachel's date now and let me just go off here for a couple of seconds she Do comes she comes up driving like a nice old classic looking car and then so i actually checked which car <laughs> i thought i was going off for a few seconds oh okay all right but well, you can tell us what kind of car it was <laughs> <laughs> i i forgot <laughs> <laughs> okay well rachel comes up in this nice car and i'm like they gave Michelle two crummy bikes. <laughs> I think it was a Drakkar spider. And, and Rachel gets some kind of car that I can never afford. That thing probably costs like two million dollars. Yeah, real. We, I, I and Drak, both of us have been like trying to search which car that was for a very long time. It was uh, really, it was a really nice car. But I was like, bro, we're gonna give Michelle two crummy bikes and Rachel this nice car. Okay. Like I can, my I can see how this is gonna go, but then I know you two don't know this, but Rachel knocked off Tasha Adams' hometown date. Okay, Tasha Adams, Colton Underwood season, season twenty three of The Bachelor, very recently. Tasha comes up in her car, which I believe it was a very nice car too blindfolds Colton with a red blindfold and drives him to skydiving where they then go skydiving. This was a direct knockoff of Tasha Adams' hometown date. Wow. Can I just say that if I was blindfolded and taken to a skydiving thing, I would poop my pants, pee my pants, <laughs> pass out, and then run away. Yeah, I would never do it. If somebody was like, we're going to go skydiving, I'd be like, you're going to go skydiving. I would dump you just because I don't want to go skydiving. So yeah, I'd right. be like, okay, you're I either... Would, I would marry her on the spot. Oh, my gosh. No. What? I want to go skydiving. Plus, like, she's exactly like me. Like, I would love to blindfold somebody and take them skydiving. Well, do not ever 
blindfold me and take me skydiving. Anybody, anybody listening to this, this is a general PSA. If you, first of all, I don't really know if I would be so happy getting in somebody's car blindfolded. I mean, if it is your boyfriend. Yeah, but I mean, how long has he really known, Rachel? Like a month? He's going to marry her. Yeah, I I do have some trust issues. (laughs) (laughs) I watch a lot of Dateline, okay? Yeah, this is this is your problem right here. A lot of Dateline 2020, Criminal Minds, like, yeah. just not not down to get in people's cars blindfolded. He's literally going to marry her. I think I think she trusts him. Well, you know who I'm not sure that I trust? That 16 year old who was strapped to Rachel's back. Uh, no, no. Did you did you see how young he was? He instantly got fired. I'm telling you, he instantly got fired. No, but, like, did you see what he looked like? Like, he literally looked, like, 16. He looked young, yeah. And it is a crash landing. And I want to know how much the producers paid that man to crash her into the ground to create dramatic effect. (laughs) Oh, no. I don't think that happened at all. Oh, I do. No, I don't. That is taking it too far. Nothing is too far for Bachelor producers. I really hope that happens. Are you serious? They were probably like, uh, nothing really that crazy has happened. Uh, maybe if Rachel like breaks her leg or something, that'll be like really dramatic. And they thought that would be like a good thing to add into the TV. No, not physical injuries. Honestly, if I was a producer, I'd do the same thing. I No, you guys are crazy. I what wouldn't do it. I'm just saying, I think the producers are capable of it. <laughs> no, I don't think they want her to die. I think they want her to like, maybe need an ambulance or something. Wipe her from the earth. <laughs> she was so close to death, man. Well, Matt James thinks she died. Yeah, Did you see thought- him running? Rachel! Yeah. I thought she died too. I honestly, I thought that too. Her spine would have come out, honestly, with the way she, she, she fell. <laughs> it was really bad. Like, I was actually worried for her. I thought went in the previews, like, oh, like, they're just making it look like she hit the ground really hard. She probably actually didn't. But then she hard. did, and I was like, oh, no. no she's she, going to have a bruise she, on her back. Unless she's going to have, like, a rash from the grass on her face or something. I was I, I was thinking about the amount of makeup that they had to put on her, which she talks about later on. She was like, oh, the amount of makeup that is on my face, you know, you can see the bruises be- beneath this. I was like, wouldn't that hurt to put, like, makeup on open wounds? Because, like, she didn't really look like she, for sure. She really didn't look like she had bruises on her face or anything, but I guarantee you she had bruises down her back or was, like, super sore. Yeah, but, she, had, she had to have. She had to have. No, there's no way you can hit the ground that hard and not bruise. No, people die that way. Like people, lots of people die that way. Like, I yeah. know that's why I'm never jumping out of an airplane. Me too. No, so jumping out of an airplane is not the issue. It's the land, <laughs> and it's <laughs> yeah, that is the issue. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I think the, the the guy who was you know guiding her was, I don't know, he was a little inexperienced. But like, but it makes you think. Like, they. He definitely could have avoided that. All you had to do is like pull up and you wouldn't do that. Well, did you see how Matt, like when he was landing, he put his legs up and he was in a, like a sitting position? They they told him to do that. They clearly didn't tell Rachel to do that or she just like didn't. But you would think the person strapped to her back would be like, put your legs up. Maybe Rachel orchestrated the whole thing because she wanted to see how he would act when she smashed into the ground. I would respect that hustle. Too. I would her. not. Why would you want to die for somebody who? You she know knew she wasn't gonna die. She just knew she would get a couple like bruises. <laughs> she came very close to death. Just saying, her neck would have been broken. And and Nemecolon, there's just this patch of grass like in the shape of Rachel's body. Yes. <laughs> Rachel, oh. impression, literally. Well, Matt was very concerned about her, and he openly admits to her afterwards that he was scared of the thought of losing her and that he's falling in love with her. Yeah, he's, he's, he's marrying that woman. I'm, I'm sorry, but he is. Unpro- well, did you see the statement that Matt James posted today, not too long ago before this episode came out? No, on, on the one that you posted on, on the Rosa recap? Yeah. Yeah, I did see that. Matt said in a post today, the past few weeks have been some of the most challenging of my life, and while there are several episodes left of the season, it is important that I take time to address the troubling information that has come to light since we wrapped filming. 
including the incredibly disappointing photos of Rachel Kirkconnell and the interview between Rachel Lindsay and Chris Harrison. The reality is that I'm learning about these situations in real time, and it has oh. been devastating and heartbreaking, to put it bluntly. Chris's failure to receive and understand the emotional labor that my friend Rachel Lindsay was taking on by graciously and patiently explaining the racist history of the antebellum South, a painful history that every American should understand intimately was troubling and painful to watch as black people and allies immediately knew and understood. It was a clear reflection of a much larger issue that the bachelor franchise has fallen short on addressing adequately for years. There's a little bit more, but, um, he just briefly mentioned Rachel. So I don't know if he like picks her and was like, oh, like you're not the person I thought you were and no, dumps I think, her. Honestly, I think he's going to dive out before the show ends, honestly. I no. feel that he's trying to be on the show because he wants to get his real estate business booming. <laughs> he wants to have an HGTV show. It's like like yes. selling, selling millions in New York, like selling New York City. Yeah. Mm. Ma then the next episode of Matt James the Cribs is <laughs> <laughs> we finally found the real reasons why Matt James went on the show yeah uh, he's, he's gonna say no to everybody <laughs> I don't know I do think he picks Rachel but I'm interested in seeing like after that statement if he's well, you, still with Rachel Walter by her full name right yeah he says Rachel Kirkconnell which I thought was super weird well, he's trying to throw off that they're married they're not married yet <laughs> I mean, I know. okay, so, but I, I don't know. I mean, like, it, it kind of feels like as if he's trying to defend her also, but at the same time, like, he's trying to say that he's she's not as liable for somebody else's yeah. mistake. I agree with you that he, like, very briefly mentions her, and then he focuses more on Chris Harrison and the franchise itself. Yeah. It's like, okay, Rachel did this, and it's like, Chris Harrison did that, and then the rest is like, Chris Harrison in the franchise. Um, but I don't know. We'll just have to see what after the final rose looks like, because... If, if it is Rachel who he chooses, then it's going to be a very awkward moment for them at their home. That's yeah. for sure. Well, Rachel's dad was skeptical from the beginning. We see he is a... Uh, a little, I a little skeptic. Absolutely love Rachel's family. Why? Because I'd be exactly like that man if my daughter was on The Bachelor and if she was getting some guy to my home and saying that, oh yeah, in the past five weeks, I think I found the person who I want to be with, mm -hmm. and it's this man. I'd be like, okay, um, thanks for your opinion. Um, you need to get to know this person way more than that. Yeah, there's always a dad who's like skeptical. Like I keep comparing the hometowns to Tasha's, but um, Tasha's dad was very skeptical and gave us the famous line, you can't microwave a relationship. So, you know, there's always a dad that's a little skeptical of this. And that was Rachel's dad this, this season. I, mean, I would be too, because like he's dating so many other women as well as my daughter. So I don't know whether he genuinely feels anything for my daughter or not. And I don't want my daughter to be hurt because yeah. some guy wants to like, you know, live his fantasy life with 30 women and see <laughs> who, who he, you know, ends up with. I don't yeah. want to see my daughter being hurt because of that reason. I thought um, it was really funny how Rachel was like speaking to her parents when she was talking to her mom. It was like, her mom was like saying like, oh, well, you know, not every day can be a good day. And, you know, she was trying to be like kind of realistic too. And she was like, I mean, she didn't say this, but this is what I wrote down in quotes, like how I like was hearing it in my head when she was speaking. It was like, oh my gosh, mom, no, you don't understand. He's literally so perfect. Like, that's what it sounded like to me when her mom was like trying to be like, well, you know, not everything is going to be amazing all the time she was like no like you don't understand you don't understand it's so perfect yes, you did say that and i was i was just like oh my gosh this is so i don't know it was it just came across very juvenile it sounds it sounds like a red flag from her <laughs> yeah i was like oh let's take a step back let's look at the big picture well it's because you're in a bubble it's like you can't see outside the bubble when you're there right um 
And this is when my TV glitched out because um, direct TV is trash when it starts even sprinkling in the rain. So yeah. I didn't see anything until Rachel sat down with her dad. So if anything interesting happened, please let me know. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I don't think so. I think, you're, I think you're pretty much good. Well, when Rachel talks to her dad, I also got like those vibes because like of when she was talking to her mom, the same kind of vibes because he was like, you know, trying to be like, um, you know, this is kind of not adding up with falling in love this fast with somebody who's dating three other women. And she was like, oh my gosh, dad, it's different. He's different. Our love is different. Not a direct quote again, but she was just like, oh my gosh, you don't understand. It's so perfect. Everything's um, great. It's different. You don't understand. We're different. <laughs> I think she, I think there is some truth in that though. Cause I think he does treat her differently. Oh, he, de he definitely does. I'm not saying that she's wrong, but I just thought it was funny. Yeah, no, that, that was point on. That was that was right on the point. Um, her dad didn't put up as big of a fight as I thought he would. I was a little disappointed, but he was our <laughs> I, skeptical I think he dad. I his opinions, but I feel that he was also aware that it was being um, filmed and it's going to be televised. Yeah. Later on, they're going to have a conversation. Yeah, we'll see how it plays out later on. Um, Matt does tell Rachel that he didn't ask for her parents' blessing um, because there are four women still there. And this kind of, like, doesn't make Rachel happy. She really wanted him to ask for the blessing in person. Um, this is always, like, a weird thing. We see, like, some bachelors will ask every single family for their blessing. Or we'll see some bachelors just, like, call right before the – the engagement or will not see a blessing happen at all so i guess matt is going to be the one that calls right before um i don't know i feel like, I feel like you either do you tell all of them you ask all of them for your blessing or you do none of them you know yeah yeah it's only either or otherwise you kind of giving now like who you want to you know choose at the yeah end. i mean they probably tell him stuff like that like don't just ask rachel's family for a blessing yeah. And I found it interesting that the blessing was only mentioned to Rachel and not the other girls. Like, hey, like, I didn't ask for the blessing for this reason. Like, we only saw that to Rachel. I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. We have Bree's date next. She's third. She comes in on a lime green Jeep Wrangler, and we get another hoo-jew. And uh, she wants to take it back to their first date when he almost killed her on the ATVs. And now she's going to almost kill him off-roading in a Jeep. And Charville, I have a question for you. Yes. We've seen a lot of vehicular dates this season. And you do love your vehicles. Mm -hmm. What has been your favorite vehicular date? So much That's thought. a hard question because I did want to say the Dodge Challenger, but then they effed it up so bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I don't know. I think the ATV one was really cool, I guess, but that's about it. Really? Um, Not the biplane? Okay. If you include the planes and stuff, then obviously the biplane. That was okay. I'll, I'll but, include I the was biplane. thinking only cars. No. Yeah, biplanes for sure. <laughs> that was so cool. Yeah, I would love to do that with somebody. I would hate to do that as well. Anything with a plane, do not take me there. I would love to do that. Like, I don't know how much that costs. I, Probably I a lot. Like, Probably a lot. I mean, just a biplane, like, you know, just circling around. Mm, you know, just a private plane. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they don't die off roading, but um, we do get another picnic. Um, then. He learns that he's going to be meeting Lauren, Bree's mom, and uh, her best friend and her baby sister. And um, Bree talks about how he hopes that her non-conventional family will be enough for him. And I really do love seeing these non-nuclear families represented on The Bachelor. It's just, like, really nice because I guess I have a non-nuclear family. Um, I have a non-conventional family. And... I don't know I just really like when you get to hometowns and it's not always the same mom dad brother sister white picket fence family so I just like that but she was like I hope I, this is enough and it is enough yeah yes. yeah it's one of those things where I don't really I don't really understand why she keeps 
like trying to make sure he's not freaked out by these things. I don't know. It just seems kind of strange. Maybe she's had a partner in the past who. Yeah, that must be what it is. Yeah. yeah. You know what I loved the most? Well, what? the second most about Bree's date. The giant bunny that Matt brings as his gift. Did you guys not catch the giant stuffed bunny? Yeah, because... Oh, I did see that, but um, who does it give it to? It was probably for the baby sister. Oh, I totally I didn't see that. Oh my gosh, I was carrying this giant... It could have been for the mom. But it was a giant bunny, and I was like, that is the cutest freaking thing. Because I always bring a gift and flowers, and it was just him walking up with this giant bunny, and I was like, I love that. Hey, James knows what to do. He's I thought it was cute. really cute. But the little baby is uh, crying. I'm Matt James, and that is everything I need to know. Babies and dogs know people best. Baby cried at Matt James. Babies are always crying. No, no. Yeah, no, babies no. are always babies. You don't give them no. food, babies will cry. Well, she cried at the side of Matt James. Because so. <laughs> like, Matt James is scary looking. Dude, okay, this is off topic. <laughs> but when Matt James walked up to the um, girls, the women tell all, and he had that giant beard. <laughs> Oh gosh, I would cry. I almost started crying looking at the baby. I was like, who let him on TV with that? You should have just shaped it up a little bit. It would have been fine. It was terrible. I don't know if their like makeup artist, hairstylist died or was like sick that day. <laughs> but like that's the only explanation for why they let him go out on stage on national TV like that. That's right. See, I, I'll agree with you, Lauren, on dogs, but I'm not sure whether babies are the right judge. Babies of, always know. They know. I worked well, in a daycare. I know how babies think. I'm a baby expert. Babies think about food. You don't understand how intelligent babies are. But anyway, moving on. Bree's friend Bree looks a lot like Bree. That's true. Just want to throw that out there. Oh, it's her sister. That, that's like a tongue twister. <laughs> it's true, though. Bree's <laughs> friend Bree looks a lot like Bree. And then we meet my favorite part of Bree's date. Lauren. Mm. The mother of Bree, who, a refresher, had Bree at the age of 13. That's why she looked so young. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't remember that she was the 13-year-old mom? Oh, yeah. Um, but I love Lauren because she shades Matt because she's like, what have you, though, Brie, I believe, asked them, what have you guys been up to? And she go, and Lauren, Brie's mom says, well, Matt's been dating. And I was like, oof. Oh. The shade. I love it. And um, then Matt and Brie's mom go and talk. And she's the second parent to ask if he's in love with her. And he pauses, like, he kind of like, looks scared and has this like long pause and he says he's falling in love with her second time we've heard that then we see brie talking to her mom and it's such a healthy and real conversation between a mother and daughter about her feelings and i really loved it and brie's mom hits us with this line after brie expresses that she's worried about being open and vulnerable and then he doesn't pick her and brie's mom says worst case scenario we're mending a broken heart together and we'll survive and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm obsessed. This is such like a healthy, strong, knowledgeable, compassionate mother. And I don't know. I was just like, wow. The, I think this is the favorite, my favorite parent I've ever seen on a hometown date was Bree's oh. mom. Wait, normal parents aren't like that on actually? No. A lot of the parents are kind of psycho, but yeah, some weird parents on uh, Jason season. Yeah, but Bree's mom was just so amazing and such a breath of fresh air. Honestly, all the parents are really normal. Yeah, for the most part, I wasn't like I didn't hate any of the parents. Yeah, so. I was thinking this is how all of them are. No, Bree tells Matt that she is falling in love with him, and he says, "Thank you for sharing that with me." And I'm telling you what. If I told somebody that I was falling in love with them and they looked at me and said, thank you for sharing that with me, I would flip out. <laughs> yeah, that was a very, uh, I was, I'm telling you, that's like, it's like, it's like, a, a, like a, a, a person you work with at work. Like, oh, thanks for your input. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that, that's exactly when we started thinking that he's into 
selling cars or something like that and then we found out that he's a real estate agent yeah wild that's right. like that's like you giving a report to your boss or a powerpoint to your boss and he's like oh yeah thank you for sharing this with me tomorrow <laughs> can you give me this report <laughs> maybe that hold on my chance is like what else are you gonna say you know it's like yeah, I mean, I guess you really can't say it back to everybody because that would be wrong, but... You can be honest with them. No, you can't. I don't think he even knows... I don't think he even knows what he thinks. Yeah, I don't either. But you know who does know that she's not in love with Matt? Who? Serena P. Oh! Oh, yeah. She's the last hometown, which always means it's going to be dramatic. They always save the most dramatic for last. Um... And she's, I feel like she's acting this whole date. Like, it's a, the theme of her date is literally Canada, because she's from Canada. But she just, like, is acting, you know? She's just acting like she's enjoying herself. I didn't get the vibe that she was happy to be there at all. I don't even know if she actually likes Canada, because she was just acting so much. She was just (laughs) acting, like, I don't know. I was, I was not buying that she was having a good time with Matt. So I don't even know if I should believe that she loves Canada. I don't even know if I should believe that she's from Canada. Because oh, she deserves an Oscar for that acting that she did, pretending like she was enjoying herself with Matt James. I gotta say, I want to try some beaver tail. I really want to. <laughs> the food did look really good. I want some that poutine, that that beaver tail, baby. Yeah. Was it an actual beaver tail or like is it? Some I don't know. Called beaver tail. I think it was a beaver tail, dude. Mm. Oh. Well, the food looked good, but. We meet Serena's family. Uh, we learned that it was her sister's idea to do the step stool out of the limo, which was super cute. Um, it's a good family banter. Matt seems very, very comfortable with her family. Yeah. And Serena's mom looks like she could be Serena's sister. Her mom is freaking gorgeous. It's ridiculous. And her mom also is making good points about like having to work in relationships because Serena does kind of open up to her mom about not being super sure about everything and she talks to her sister and Serena's sister just blatantly calls her out and says that she's not smitten and she's obviously right and I would love for Serena's sister to be a contestant on the next season of The Bachelor because I like her be on The Bachelor I loved her I loved her sister I I might have liked Serena's sister more than I like Serena Honestly, I felt that her sister was. I was saying this to Bracken when we were watching this. I felt that she deconstructed Matt within a minute. She was amazing. She she, she just seemed so intelligent. She knew exactly what's going on between them. She knew um, exactly what's going on with Serena, and mm-hmm. um, she just completely like demolished that relationship and the. Basically, she told Serena that, oh, you've been building this image of him inside your head. Mm-hmm. And you might actually not know, you know, what you are getting into. And maybe it's too fast for you. And that just completely shattered Serena's way of thinking about Matt, I think. And from that yeah. moment onwards, yeah. Sarah was like, following along, but she hasn't. So it's crazy. Yep. Yeah. Did you catch that Serena's mom asked Serena if he is intellectually stimulating to her. My jaw dropped. I was like, that is so deep to ask somebody. Does he intellectually stimulate you? That's important though, actually. That's super important. And I feel like that is not something that ever, like I've never heard that on the show before. So I'm obsessed with Serena's mom. And I think Serena's mom and Bree's mom should be best friends. Uh, If ever they meet, yeah, sure. I would love that. Um, but Serena's all in her head about getting heartbroken. And I just like kind of question, does she have walls up or does she just not like him? And I leaned on the side of, I don't think she really likes him. And I stand by that after her self-exit. I mean, if she didn't like him, then why was she there all this time? Um, sponsorships, Instagram followers, fame and fortune, screen time, deals yeah, with producers to get... Good positioning on Bachelor in Paradise um, because we're in a global pandemic and she doesn't want to leave. You're going there to meet the guy who you want to get engaged with. 
for the right reasons if you go, but not everybody goes for the right reasons. And I'm not saying Serena was there for the wrong reasons, but I think she realized probably early on she wasn't that into Matt and she just stuck around. I don't know if I can do that as a person, you know, like be with somebody who I don't like. But he's with so many other people. What does it, what does it matter? Right, but I mean, that's I, not upon him because he's, he's, he's with 30 people and he's already ready to be with 30 people. That's so true. For me, for me I'm, I'm there only with him and I'm not, I'm not in a romantic relationship with the other girls, you know what I'm saying? Um, you, it, sometimes it takes a long time to realize you don't actually like someone, you know? Yeah, like, there's also that too. You can trick yourself into thinking anything. You can trick yourself into thinking you like someone, you know? It just, it's just after time you realize, oh, maybe I actually don't like this person like that. <laughs> You're in such a pressurized environment there. And everyone's like galling over this guy. You're like, oh yeah, of course I should like this guy, you know? Yeah. I mean, he's the only guy over there other than Chris Harrison. Yeah, now if you line up 10 guys, it's way easier to make up your mind, I think. But yeah, like Love Island. Love Island does that, and then you see what happens. <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> you instantly know who they don't like and who they like. Yeah. Um, we kind of leave Serena's date with her saying that she's scared to get engaged. And it's like, yeah, you should be scared to get engaged to someone who's dating three other women, but okay. Um, and then we have Matt talk to Chris about the questions that have arisen from his hometown with Serena and where they're at. And Matt says he's always had her high on his list. So I'm thinking he had her in his final two but she didn't have him in her final anything. So he goes, rolls up to the chateau, pre-rose ceremony, t-shirt, sneakers, not dressed at all. Comes into Serena's room. She looks shocked as all get out to see him. She's not dressed for a rose ceremony either. She's just chilling. They talk, he says how much he likes her and wants everything to work out. How does she feel? He's not her person. She self exits. And now Matt James is the runner-up for most dumped bachelor. Oh. I've run the numbers. Well, recently. I haven't looked at the early seasons, but um, like the last 10 seasons, I think, the most dumped is Colton Underwood for self-exits. Matt is now at three. Very impressive, Matt. And if we get another one, he's going to be tied. And I'm kind of rooting for it. I think someone's leaving next week. It looks like someone's leaving. Uh, they try to make it look like Rachel's leaving, but I don't think Rachel leaves. No, I think. I mean, to be honest with you, I kind of feel bad for the man because, like, he's trying to, he's trying to like find the person that he wants to spend his life with, and people are self-exiting when he's trying to like hold on to them. Well, why would you <laughs> want to be with somebody that doesn't want to be with you? Obviously, obviously, yeah, that's true. But I mean, at the same time, like. I think he's trying to put in equal amounts of effort and that's not working out for him. Yeah. Oh, he did say, I forgot to mention this. He told Serena P that he was intentionally spending the most time with her. her, Crazy. Because I thought it was looking like she wasn't getting that much screen time. He was, he really liked her. It seems like, like really liked her. I'm almost thinking that she, yeah, she might've been his top pick. I don't know. Maybe. Never would have guessed it. Never had her in my final four. Never saw the chemistry. Never saw the connection. But the girls don't seem surprised that she left because they're like vocalizing it when it's just three of them. Like, do you think she left? So Serena P must have told them, like, I don't know if I'm really that into him. Matt shows up, does confirm that she left um, and says if any of the other girls feel the way she does to please not accept the rose. First rose goes to Michelle, super shocked. I thought she would be going home if Serena stayed. Second rose goes to Rachel, and third goes to Bree, which really kind of messes with Bree's head. She's like, was I the one who was going to go home since I got the last rose? I don't necessarily think the order of the rose means anything. Um, from Matt James's stand, I don't think that means, like, from Matt James's standpoint, like, how he divvies out the roses, that's all producer-manipulated who gets the rose first, second, third. But I really didn't think Brie was going to go home. I thought it was going to be Michelle. But I guess we'll never know because Serena P. walked out. You know what I loved about this? Hmm. The fact that Chris Harrison did not come out and say, ladies, this is the last. Yes. 
I'm not even kidding you. If he would have come out, I would have turned my TV off. I was thinking, like, he better not come out. <laughs> There's three women and three roses. He was like, ladies, this is the last rose. Please make yourself comfortable. <laughs> I was glad that they had a rose ceremony at all. They probably, like, I don't know. No, I think they wanted to give to. a chance to the, to the girls to, to say walk no. out if they wanted. How awesome would that have been if one of them was like, no, and left? I could see, I could see um, Michelle doing that eventually. No, Michelle is in love with him. Oh, yeah, that's true. Dang it. Yeah, None of them are going to walk out on him. I, I don't know. They try to make it look like Rachel does, but I really don't think she does. I don't think she will either. But I feel Rachel's going to win this. I feel Brie might not win the, the next one. Like, well, we'll have to see in two weeks because next week fantasy sweeps. They spend the night together. Oh. <laughs> oh. And they can choose what they do or not do. Bingo. Uno. They're playing Uno. Smash yeah. <laughs> I have heard that some bachelors did like bring board games to the fantasy suites. That's what I would do. That's what I would do. That'd be, that'd be fun. I, I would play Smash Bros. or something like that with them. I'd be like, haha. I am going to destroy you now with Bowser. <laughs> no, you have to play Smash Bros. with Pikachu. Are you serious? No. <laughs> I always play with Pikachu. Anyway, we'll have to wait two weeks to see how the fantasy suites go. That is a tongue twister. Because um, the Women Tell All is next week, and I'm super pumped for it. It looks so dramatic, and I can't wait. What's that? The Women Tell All, when all the women come back, reunite, sit on the stage, and yell at each other for two hours. Amazing. Yes. I love it. Oh, sounds very um, interesting. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> Do you guys have your rosy awards? Of yes. course. We're going to do um, rapid fire rosy awards. Prop of the week. Who has a prop? Uh, you want to go first or should I go first? I'll go Mine first. is. Oh, okay. go ahead. Mine is Rachel's parachute. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> mine too you're both rachel's parachute yep mine is the giant stuffed bunny oh, oh come on no oh, come on yes that was so cute okay the, the parachute took the the cake um should we go to participation trophy because mine is rachel skydiving <laughs> the participation trophy goes to um let's see um Bree trying to scare Matt with her juke. Uh, I'm going to say Matt James for losing his bachelor choice of winner. True. <laughs> true. My jaw drop was Serena leaving. My jaw drop was um, the drop that Rachel felt on her face when she, <laughs> <laughs> when she hit the ground. The literal <laughs> drop. Yeah, I was like, ooh, she's dead. <laughs> Bracken. Uh, um, I gotta say, dang, that's hard. Probably the fact that I think Bree's going home next week. That's my jaw drop. I really, I really think she is. I agree. We'll have to see. I, I feel the same. I don't. I think Michelle is gone. On what basis, though? He just doesn't seem into her. Mm, that could be. But he didn't seem into Serena P either. Yeah, he seemed way more into Serena P than he did to Michelle. Oh, you think so? I do. Mm. So who's your favorite family member? Rachel's dad. Um, I'm going to say Rachel's, uh, not Rachel, Serena's sister. Ooh. I'm saying Bree's mom. Yeah, she was good too. Oh, yeah. Loved her. Overall, Rosie. The winner of the episode, who you got? You go, Sarvel. Um, Rachel's flying instructor. Ah. <laughs> um, skydiving instructor, sorry. Um, okay, no, seriously though, I mean, if I have to choose between the contestants, I'd... You can choose anybody. You, can, you don't have to choose a contestant. You can choose anybody. If you want him to be it, he can be it. Okay, then he gets it. Rachel's All right. uh, skydiving instructor. I'm saying that because mine is not a contestant there. No. <laughs> what's, what's your Lauren? 
Mine's Bree's mom, obviously. I'm obsessed <laughs> with her. Do you honestly? Yeah, I'm giving it to Serena's sister. She should she should be on the show. Uh, I want the skydiving instructor to be on this show. That man can drop some heavy. Bombs. Let's get the skydiving instructor on the podcast. Oh please! <laughs> I'll try to find his Insta. Please. Let's do this. Speaking of Insta, if you're not following us on Instagram, please follow us at the Rosie Recap and follow us on Twitter at the Rosie Recap. Also, so you can see my live tweets. My tweet about Bree's mom got over 200 likes tonight so thank you to everybody who liked my tweet about Bree's mom because she stole the show and please rate us five stars on apple Podcasts. we would super super appreciate it join us next week for a breakdown of the women tell all and if you haven't already you should definitely listen to our bonus episode that we posted on sunday when I interviewed someone that was almost on Matt James' season. It's super interesting and lots of insider info. Oh, I, I got so much knowledge from that one. I, I, I understood a lot of um, things that happened on the inside. Right? And I wish she would have been on the show. I'm so salty she wasn't on the show, but... I agree. She seemed like an awesome person. Really was. Well, that's all we got tonight. That's a wrap for the Rosie recap. See you.